to the New City Church Podcast, and welcome today to episode number five of Ask Pastor Joel. Each week, we take questions concerning the previous week's sermon from New City Church, or even just an unrelated burning biblical question that's weighing on someone's heart. And today, I have with me Pastor Joel Littlefield. Hey, man. How you doing? Hey, what's up? (laughs) How you doing today? I'm doing really good. Thanks for uh, being here and doing this again. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. So... Today's question we have, um, we have a question from Micah, and his question is, what is the line between enjoying food as the gift it is from God and being gluttonous? Is it mostly about mindset or is it about literal quantity? That's a, that's a really good question. I wish I knew more about who Micah was. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> anyway. Um, so I want to, I want to point to several scriptures to help answer this question. Um, but first of all, if I were to answer it in my own words, I would probably say that the line that is referenced in the question is different for each individual, but you know it when you see it, when gluttony is happening, it's definitely one of those things that you can recognize. Yes, it is a mindset more than a specific amount of food. I think I could say that pretty clearly. One man may be able to eat a 24-ounce steak and a large potato, while another one may not or should not, depending on the circumstance. So that's all. That's just off the top of my head, quick answer. But there are scriptures that are going to help kind of define this. Um, I also think it's more than just being really full after a meal, because I think a lot of times Americans will have this, especially Americans, will have this guilt complex of like, I ate so much. I just ate a whole bunch of food after Thanksgiving. It's a holiday man, I'm, am I a glutton? Did I just commit sin because I, I ate too much food? And so I've heard it said at a lot of Thanksgiving meals that I've been a part of where everybody's just kind of sitting around and they're like, oh, we've just gorged ourselves, right? And so that's, that's pretty common. Jesus was even accused of being a glutton, which I think is an important uh, thing to even bring up. In Luke seven thirty four, it says, the son of man has come eating and drinking. And you say, look at him, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. And so you have to ask, why was he being accused, accused of being a glutton? So clearly Jesus was seen by people, by religious people. He was seen at festivals and weddings, parties, clearly enjoying food. Uh, to the point where he was accused of being a glutton. Now, he was not. He's the sinless Savior, and he was not a glutton. But it just goes to show that Jesus himself was enjoying certain uh, cultural situations to where the Pharisees would want to sneak in and try to accuse him of this. So it's this idea of gorging, eating in excess with no self-control that we need to be concerned about. And so that's where we're going to go to the Scriptures uh, briefly. So Proverbs 23, 19 to 21 says this, Listen, my son, and be wise, and set your heart on the right path. Do not join those who drink too much wine or gorge themselves on meat, for drunkards and gluttons become poor, and drowsiness clothes them in rags. So just looking at this proverb, this has to be more than just the occasional feasting, because we even know Jesus was involved with feasting, and we are encouraged to also feast. The Jews were given feast days. The sin is in the undisciplined person who regularly gorges on food or drink. Now, here's the the key part, to the detriment of their body and their soul. What is happening by your drinking or eating or your excess? So here's a couple things that Paul says. 1 Corinthians 6.12 says, All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. 
all things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. So I think the person who's asking, is this thing that I'm doing, is this lifestyle, this maybe this habitual eating and overeating and excess and gorging, it, is it dominating your life? Do you have self-control over the intake of food or drink, or really anything for that matter? And then 1 Corinthians 9, 27 says, but I discipline my body and keep it under control lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. So even Paul himself sees a disqualifying nature to how you are disciplined over your body. He says, I discipline my body and I keep it under control. And so the person who has not kept their body under control, in fact, they're feeding themselves on things that are, uh, one, excess, but also even unhealthy, right? Let's just say there's an excess of quantity, but also an excess of food that's destroying is that good stewardship? Is there self-control there? So it's this idea of self-control and discipline that every Christian should be thinking about. And in the context of this question, gluttony or the excess of food, you just have to think intentionally about, is there self-control and discipline? So the sin of gluttony is not found in places where you see God-glorifying merriment. I like that word, merriment right? It's just this, I think of a, a party, I think of a Jewish festival, happy, joyful, where people are eating a lot of food and there's God-glorifying merriment and blessing and joy because of the Lord's provision or celebration. That's not gluttony. You don't look at a table and see a lot of food and say, well, because there's a lot of food here, these guys are about to be gluttons. Gluttony is found in the excess of food on a regular basis that proves that this person is not in the spirit because food has become an idol for them. It's something that is actually being worshiped and there is no self-control. And what is self-control? It's the fruit of the spirit. The spirit being evident in a person, there will be self-control. So why is this important? Because a Christian is called to glorify God in their body. 1 Corinthians 6.20 says, for you were bought with a price, so glorify God in your body. It is a person's reverence for the price that Jesus paid for their soul that keeps us in line with his will. And that would be, if we're really honest about what Christian life is, it should permeate every area of our life, our choices of food, drink, entertainment, all these things. And so are we glorifying God? Is there reverence for the price that Jesus paid? And if there is, it keeps us aware of what glorifies him. The Christian will be constantly asking, does this glorify God, and if it does not or cannot glorify Christ, then it is not really useful and should be turned away from in repentance. So I do think that there are people in the church, Christians, that need to repent of this sort of sin, all sorts of sin that have to do with a lack of self-control. And so if this is eating in excess or drinking in excess or entertaining yourself in excess, then, then what it has become is an idol that needs to be destroyed. So... Gluttony is definitely a problem. It, it might be harder to specifically define in some, but you know it when you see it. And if you're the person committing the sin, you definitely know it. If you have the Spirit of God in you, then you have the conviction from the Holy Spirit that says, this is too much. This has become an idol. The solution of it is the first great command, which is love God. Love God first. Love Him supremely. What is food? or the enjoyment of it compared to eternal life. So yeah, food's great, but what is it compared to eternal life and the things that please Christ? So if God is supreme in your heart and you, then 
you will not bow to the idol of self-pleasure of any kind. And because God loves you, he will convict your heart of that sin. And when he does, we have to respond in obedience and repentance. And thank God that if this is a sin that anybody who's listening might deal with or struggle with, there's repentance that is offered to us and forgiveness and a life that is submitted to God, full of self-control, full of the spirit. And that's what we want to see. So hopefully that answers the question in a roundabout way. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, I know I can probably look back on times in my past that I struggle with that. Um, but like, you know, first of all, I'm just thankful that God has given us food to enjoy. Amen. Um, but like, yeah, there are definitely some foods that you can uh, enjoy a little too much and to your own detriment, and, and yeah. that probably would fall into that uh, uh, that category of gluttony. Like, I, I know, like, For sure. I love Oreos, but too many Oreos definitely is probably going to be to some detriment to my body. Are you a full sleeve of Oreo in one sitting oh, kind of sure. a guy? Yes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but I yeah. think that can even become a legalistic thing because where, where in the word would it say don't, it doesn't say don't eat a full sleeve of Oreos. No. And if you, honestly, if you're enjoying that, but you do it like once a year or something. Yeah, now, yeah, now, yeah. now listen, if, if that was happening every night, <laughs> I probably, we would, we, we, you'd, at some point you would hope that the Holy Spirit would put a check in your heart and say, Juan, this is going to destroy your body. And it's obviously not showing self-control. But I, no. I, there are seasons, I think, in every Christian's life where you're dealing with these things and God convicts, and then you grow and you stretch, and God sanctifies you. And you look back on that and you say, I used to do this, I'm growing, um, and God's working in my heart as far as self-control goes. And so yeah. a lot of grace and a lot of forgiveness. <clears throat> Definitely. Yeah, man. Well, Micah, uh, we hope that that answered your question. Um, hope that blessed you as well. And if you have a question, if you, the listener, have a question, we'd love to hear from you. So you can text us any any biblical-based question, um, any question you have about the Bible, biblical topic, to 207-790-1955, and hopefully we'll be able to answer your questions in future episodes. So we hope you were blessed by today's episode, and if you were, we'd love, we'd love for you to continue to check out episodes like these. So to stay connected with us, hit the follow or the subscribe button at the top of our page. And also make sure to give us a review as it does help us out a lot with getting our Christ-centered content out on these platforms. So that's all we have for today. But we hope you have a blessed week and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the New City Church Podcast. For more content from New City Church, check us out on any of the major podcasting platforms. Or if you want to find our gathering times, location, or any other information about New City, check out our website at www.bathnewcity.church. We hope to have you join us next episode.